This call is being recorded. If you do not wish to be recorded, please disconnect at this time. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Oh, waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. You are here, moving in our midst. We worship you. We worship you. You are We worship you, we worship you, because you are a way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, in the darkness, my God, that is who you are, oh yeah, even when we don't see it, you're working, even when we can't feel it, you're working, you never stop, you never stop working, you never stop, you never stop working, way maker, miracle worker, Promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Amen, amen, amen. We thank God for Sister Wright and the hymn of preparation that have truly prepared our hearts to receive what the Spirit of the Lord has to say to each and every one of us. We welcome you all this morning to New Haven Missionary Baptist Church, where our motto is making God a part of everyday life. Yes, we are truly continuing to grow together in the Word. I'm thankful and excited to be a part of such an awesome group of people, awesome group that God has placed before us at New Haven Missionary Baptist Church. We thank God for the prayers and the scripture reading on this morning. And God is true, the hallelujah. Somebody ought to say God is a way maker. Father, we come, O oh Lord, this morning, leaning and depending on the everlasting arms of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thanking you, dear God, for yet another day's journey. Thanking you, dear Master, for yet another opportunity that you have allowed us to come before the throne of grace and mercy. 
to gather together before your word, dear God. And now, Master, we ask and pray that you would have thine own way. God, we pray that you would open up every ear to hear. God, we pray that you would open up every heart, O oh Master, to receive what the Spirit of the Lord has to say to each and every one of us. Lord, speak through your word, dear God. Give us clarity. Give us understanding, dear God. Father, we thank you for your word that you have allowed us to read. And now, God, allow us to be obedient to your word, dear God. Lord, we bless your holy name, dear God. We thank you, dear Master. Now, Lord, we simply say, have thine own way. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We'll be so very careful, mindful, and always grateful to give you the honor, the glory, and the praise. It's in Jesus' name we all say amen. So once again, we welcome each and every one of you all. And on today, we'll be coming from the book of Deuteronomy. Yes, Deuteronomy chapter 2. And we'll be reading verse 1 through 3. Once again, Deuteronomy 2, verses 1 through 3. And the Bible reads, Then we turned and took our journey into the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea. And the Lord spake unto me, and we compassed Mount Zaire many days. And the Lord spake unto me, saying, Ye have compassed this mountain long enough, turn you northward. This is the word of God for the people of God on this morning. You all, as we come this morning, the very Sunday after the celebration of the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I'm so glad, you all, that we continue to see the goodness of the Lord even in the land of the living. I heard about the prayer that talked about all of the storms that are raging around, but yet God, hallelujah, is still good. And even as we learned last Sunday, you all, to set our hearts at ease, we learned last Sunday that we can live in the middle of a troubled world and yet not have a troubled heart. Yeah, yeah. But I want to ask the question this morning, that even as we learned that, how many are still exhausted and worn out. Many are just plain tired, you all, of all of the things that are going around and going on in the world. But as I thought about that, how many this morning are just wandering around, worried about how long this pandemic is going to last, yeah, wandering around, worried, how long will I maybe be by myself, <laughs> wandering around worried about how will I have enough money to pay my bills, <laughs> and maybe even wandering around worried if I will ever make it out of this situation that I've been in for all these years. <laughs> but as the children of Israel, you all, hallelujah, was coming to the end of their 38 years of wandering around in the wilderness, Yes, God, you all, God had been teaching them, God had been humbling them, and God was preparing them for what he had already promised them. <laughs> Hallelujah. But God, you all, God wanted them to follow him and find comfort in him. And even for us 
today that's on this line. God teaches us through his word. Yeah, yeah. He prepares us, you all, through the trials. He prepares us, you all, through the tribulations to receive the planned promises. Yeah, the planned promises that he has laid up for each and every one of us. But I'm glad that Second Corinthians 4 and 17, the KJV version, tells us this. Yeah, for our light of fiction, which is but for a moment, Worketh for us a far exceedingly more eternal way to glory. Yeah, yeah, so New Haven Missionary Baptist Church, all of the family and friends that have gathered today, I would like to teach and preach from the subject title. Somebody may want to hold on to the seat. Somebody maybe want to hold on because we're going to teach and preach the subject title that your wandering days are over. Hallelujah. I come by this morning to let you know that no matter what you're going through, God, I said, God, you are, is able to bring you up out of all of the things that are going on in your life. Yes, and today, your wandering days can all be over. As we looked at the verse number one, you all, after spending time at Kadesh Barnea, yeah, Kadesh means a holy and a sacred place, yeah, and Barnea meaning a desert place of wandering about. But now, but now you all, it was time to move on again. Yeah, yeah, so as the Lord commanded, he told Moses, you all, to tell Israel that it was time to move. Good God Almighty, but instead of turning forward the promised land, they turned away from the land flowing with milk and honey. They found themselves, you all, back on the road that leads to and toward the Red Sea. But I was reminded when I read that, you all, that oftentimes God will lead us away from our destination to see if we still trust him, even when things are not looking up, up for our favor. Hallelujah. But God also, you all, as I thought about that, you all, God will allow us to go back to a place where he has delivered us. Yeah, yeah, delivered you before just to remind you, hallelujah, that if I did it once, I'm able to do it again. How many this morning may have found themselves turning away from the goal, turning away from the dream. It seemed like God just was not doing what you wanted. But again, God is trying to see if we will trust him even if he lead us in the opposite direction of our destination. Good God Almighty, mighty, mighty, mighty. But I want to give you one point right there from that subject right there. God leads us. Yeah, yeah. Psalm 37 and 23, the NLT puts it like this. The Bible said, the Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their life. In other words, you all, God will sometimes use difficulties to bring about a change in our present situation. Yeah, yeah. And oftentimes in the difficulties of life, we sometimes ask the question, God, why are you doing this to me? But the real question, my brothers and sisters, should be, God, 
what are you trying to say to me? So in those difficult times, in the times of trials and tribulations, you ought to stop and just ask God, God, what are you saying to me? Isaiah 48 and 17, the NLT virgin puts it like this. He said, this is what the Lord says, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. He said, I am the Lord your God who teaches you what is good for you and leads you along the path you should follow. And although you may not find yourself on the path that you chose for yourself, if you allow God to direct your path, whatever path you may be on this morning is the path that God has set out for you. So as the children you are, as the children of Israel, were going in the opposite direction, not knowing that God, good God Almighty, was going to bring an end to their wandering, no matter how long it may be, and no matter what they had to experience, God, I said, God, you all, was going to deliver them. And church, I stopped by this morning to encourage someone this morning that just as God delivered them, God is going to deliver us. God is able to deliver us from every trial and tribulation. And I come to inform you this morning of the fact that if you lean and depend on the Lord and allow him to direct your path, I stop by this morning, oh, my God, to let you know that your wandering days can be all over after a while. And even when God says enough is enough with what you're going through, you still must have the mindset to follow the Lord. So when God brings you out, when God moves you and sets you in the place that he's prepared for you, you still must have the mindset to follow the Lord. So as we move on, you all, from verse 1 into verse 2, the Bible said, the Lord spake unto me, saying, in other words, my God, the Lord spoke to Moses, and Moses was directed to tell the children, hallelujah, to mount up and move. But what a blessing to know that when we don't understand what's going on, we can be assured to have a father, a father that sits high and looks low down on us. We can be assured, you all, that we have a father not only who can, but we have a father who cares for us. And I'm so glad, you all, that he cared enough about Moses to not leave him in the dark. I want to let you know that God won't leave you in the dark. So point number two, I need to give to you right quick. Point number two, God talks with us, good God Almighty. And unlike Moses, you all, Moses had the privilege to talk with God directly. And we now, you all, we now have the written word to read and listen to, which comes by reading it. Then we hear you all in a still voice uh, when God speaks to our heart. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it can be drowned out 
by the other voices around us. But that's why we got to read God's word and take it in. I'm reminded of what Andrew Womack stated. Andrew Womack said, the Bible is not written to your brain, but it's written to your heart. Church, we must read the Bible with our hearts and not just with our heads. The Bible says in Psalms 119.11, the NLT version puts it like this, you all. He said, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. So when you read God's word, we must place God's word in our hearts. When we find ourselves in a jam, when we find ourselves stuck between a rock and a hard place, we can recall what we heard by reading the Word of God and let the Word of God speak softly to my heart. Yeah, yeah, but I understand that a natural man is a lost man. I understand that a Christian who doesn't have the mind renewed and listening to the Holy Spirit, we can miss out on God's guidance when our minds are not renewed and we're not listening to the Holy Spirit. We can miss out on understanding the Word. The Bible, you all confirms this and lets us know according to 1 Corinthians 2 and 14, the NLT Bible puts it like this, you all. But people who aren't spiritual can't receive these truths from God's Spirit. It all sounds foolish to them, and they cannot understand it. For only those who are spiritual can understand what the Spirit means. Good God Almighty. So if you have a desire this morning, somebody, to stop wandering from place to place, Know that God, hallelujah, is speaking and saying, according to Revelation 3 and 20, the NLT version says it like this. He said, look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, watch what he tells us, you all. He said, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. I want to let you know what a free and hallelujah we have in Jesus. But as we go on, so as Moses, you all, Moses heard the voice of the Lord. And God told him, you all, in verse number three, he says, how long, you all, will you go around this mountain? Good God Almighty, you've gone around this mountain. You've gone around this mountain long enough. Then he said these awesome words to him. He said, turn to the north. Good God Almighty, the children of Israel, you all, had been wandering around that mountain, circling around long enough and maybe someone on this line today have been wandering around that same old addiction. Good God Almighty. Has been wandering around that same old problem, wanting and having a desire to come up out of the miry clay, to have your feet, oh my God, set up on a solid foundation. Maybe someone has been wandering around that same old issue having a desire to come out, wandering around you all, wandering around, circling around that same old sin, my God, having a desire to come up out of sin. I stopped by this morning. I 
to let you know that if you lean and depend on the Lord, you're wandering around that same old place, wandering around playing with that same old sin. You're wandering days, hallelujah, can be all over. But I come you all to let you know that from verse number three, when he told them to turn to the door, I want to let somebody know Point number three, that God gives us direction. Hallelujah. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, the NLT version, puts it like this. The Bible simply says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. He said, seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take I come to remind you today that you got to remember that if God led them in a southerly direction on the path away from the land of promise, and now he tells them, hallelujah, to turn to the Lord. In other words, my God, he said, I'm taking you now to the place that I promised your ancestors. I'm taking you now to the land of promise, hallelujah, I'm taking you now to the land flowing with milk and honey. Do you want to move in the direction which God, hallelujah, is guiding and delivering us into? And if you know, and if you allow God, you are, here it is to be your true north. You can come out of that rut if you allow God, you are, to be your true north. You can have faith and know that whatever has caused you to wander around and around and around, wander around never seeming to get it right. Why? Because here it is. God wants to break that cycle in your life. I don't care if mama have done it like that. I don't care if daddy did it that way. God right now want to break some old negative ways, some old negative ways of thinking. Yeah, yeah, your true north, hallelujah, is looking to Jesus. Your true north is realizing that Jesus, hallelujah, is the author and the finisher of your faith. But I got to let you know, you all, that do not be distracted because there are so many things that are trying to keep you from reaching your destination. But you got to have faith and believe that sometimes your difficulties will not get in the way of your destination. I think I better say that again for somebody, that just because you're having difficulties in life, those difficulties will not get in the way of your destination if you allow God to lead you, if you allow God to talk to you, if you allow God to direct your path. But you got to make up in your mind that I'm turning north and I'm coming out of this mess. Is there anybody on the line this morning is ready to come up out of some mess? Come up out of some miry clay and have God, have God, have God to set your feet up on a solid foundation. He's a rock for me. He's a rock of ages, and he wants to be good God Almighty, your cornerstone. i got to let somebody know 
that somebody may have been in a holding pattern way too long, and God is waiting for you to move to the place he has already prepared for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, you are. God wants to be your compass. God wants to be your GPS in order. He wants to be your global positioning system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I come by to let somebody know, I don't care how long you've been where you are. God, you are. God has a true north for all of us. And always remember that he is the way that we should take. We want somebody this morning to just take the time and get on Facebook, take the time maybe to text somebody and tell somebody, my wandering days are over. I'm putting down bad habits. I'm coming up out of this sinful life. I'm going to allow God you all. I'm going to allow God my God to direct my path. And I've decided, hallelujah, somebody ought to decide this morning to let the Holy Spirit, number one, lead us. Somebody ought to let the Holy Spirit talk to you. And somebody this morning ought to let the Holy Spirit direct us. I heard Deacon Dawson say in his prayer that God is a wheel in the middle of a wheel. I come by to let you know that Ezekiel 1 and 20, Ezekiel, said it right here in the Word. The NLT virgin said, he said the spirit of the living beings was in the wheel, and whatsoever spirit went, the wheel and the living beings went also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to confirm in the prayer that Jesus is a wheel in the middle of a wheel. I want to let you know that Jesus is a wheel, and wherever he leads us, we're going to follow New Haven. Good God Almighty, and whatever he tells us, New Haven, we're going to do. And wherever he directs us, New Haven, we're going to go. Church, hallelujah, this morning, look to the hills from which comes our help, and I come to let you know that the one that we are following is the Lord, because he's the one that's going to lead us out of the desert. He is the one that's going to lead us out of the wilderness. Why? Because as they led him to the hill of Golgotha, they led him up the mountain called Calvary. And then they put my Jesus, your Jesus, on the old rugged cross. They nailed his hands and feet. They lifted him high. They stretched him wide. But for you and me is why he died. But I want to let you know that we're coming out because they took him down off that old rugged cross and they put him in a borrowed tomb. We're coming out because he stayed in that project. Our wandering days are over because he stayed in that Saturday. But good God Almighty, our wandering days are over because hallelujah, hallelujah. On that third day morning, he got up, he got up. 
in his hand. And that's why I can come out of a sinful life. That's why I can come out of addiction. That's why I can say that our wandering days are over because he rose. He rose from the dead with all power in his hands. Power in heaven. Power on the earth. Good God Almighty. And power on the earth. And because he lives, we can face tomorrow because he went away. And now he ascended, hallelujah, to the right-hand side of the throne of God. We can say, I'm coming out. I'm coming out. My wandering day's over. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Church, New Haven Missionary Baptist Church and Friends, our wandering days can be over if we allow him to lead us. Our wandering days can be over if we allow him to talk with us. And our wandering days can be over if we allow him to direct us. There may be someone on this line today that have wandered around your mountain, your mountain of whatever it may be in your life that has hindered you from truly receiving what God has prepared for you. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ and the pardoning of your sins, come right now, right where you are. You can come to Jesus. You can come to him just as you are. He can make your life brand new. Not to say that all your problems will be gone, but to say that he will be your problem solver. He will be the one that can make a way out of no way. So if there's someone on this line today who may not have accepted Jesus Christ in the pardoning of your sins, I come to say this morning that if thou shalt confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and if you believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, I want to inform you that you shall be saved. So whatever you are, whatever you're going through, God wants to be your Lord and Savior. Father, we thank you, dear God, for this day. We thank you, dear God, for the message in which you have allowed us to read in your word, dear God. And now, Master, we pray for every soul, dear God, that's on this line. We pray for those that may not even have dialed in, dear God, because we know that your spirit transcends time, space. And, Father, we pray, Lord God, for the body of Christ, that you allow your Holy Spirit, dear God, to dwell within us, dear Master. God, that you allow your Holy Spirit, dear God, to speak to our hearts. Lord, allow us to be led by you, dear God. Allow us to hear from you, dear God, and allow us to be directed by you. And, Father God, we pray right now that just as the children of Israel days of wandering about that mountain 
long enough is coming to an end. We thank you, dear God, for the end of the things in which we have gone through, the addictions, the sinfulness, the disobedience. We pray, dear God, that you would set our feet upon that solid foundation. Lord, set our feet upon that rock of Gibraltar, that you lead us, talk with us, and direct us. Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name we all say, amen. 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 This call has been recorded.